Welcome to another episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. Joining me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Steve. And we got another great episode for you guys. Don't forget to visit alwaysuptosomething.shop and use promo code TBLPOD for 10% off any purchase. Once again, alwaysuptosomething.shop and use promo code TBLPOD for 10% off any purchase. Let's get it. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Bottom Line Podcast, episode 14. Do you believe that, Steve? Yeah, that's crazy, huh? Crazy, man. Um, we've been on the grind for a few months now, so it's it's uh, it's definitely been a good, good experience for sure. Uh, we got... Yeah, uh, everyone- and, uh, getting involved too has been having a good response so uh i think it's something that we're definitely going to keep continuing and, and trying to grow and do different things with yeah for sure and it's it's nice just to have like just a conversation between me and you but we've also had some awesome guests on here too that have shared their stories and um all you listeners out there go check out episodes one through 13 because we have a lot of great people who who uh came on and shared their stories yeah for sure man i, I think that um I think that uh, that we got some nice content out there, so uh, so I hope everyone's excited to see what we're gonna do going forward. Sounds good. So today we we're gonna run through a few topics. Uh, we got we're gonna talk a little bit about the uh, Primrose, which is John Filmer, uh, John Kilmer's new film um, that he's in the uh, process of making. Uh, we're also gonna talk about Rapture, which is a new documentary series coming to Netflix starting this Friday. Um, we're going to dive into a little sports talk with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. making headlines this week. Also, Johnny Manziel seems to always be in the headlines, yeah, uh, but he's popping up. Yeah, for sure. Comeback season, baby. Um, and maybe the Saints might be interested. We sh- we'll get into that. And obviously, we will dive into our what we always talk about on this podcast, uh, and that's Mike Studd, and give a little update of where we're at with where where he's at with the album and whatnot and of course we'll end with our favorite segment what are you listening to this week so let's dive into it uh john kilmer the filmer is uh in the process of still still trying to gather the money to do this film right steve yeah for sure so uh so primrose um is basically his first big film project that he's putting together um I'm just going to read a quick summary of uh, basically what he's given to the public uh, of the plot. Um, The Primrose is a feature-length independent comedy about the struggles of a post-collegiate life. The story follows a recent college graduate, Steve, who (laughs) has just ended things with his fiance. With the help of his older brother, he decides to join a secret party society and move into a house with seven other postgraduate delinquents. So it seems like a very cool plot, you know? Um, a very specific plot to yeah. to them and their brand, for sure. Exactly. So I think he's going to knock it out of the park. Um, there's an awesome video on the website. Me and you uh, watched it post uh, our pre um recording um if anybody's interested go to the website it's primrose uh dot com 
or theprimrose.com. Um, it's a Kickstarter. Um, but the coolest thing about this is that you can uh, you can donate to help them out um, and and really be a part of making this pretty special. Um, he's pledged for a ten thousand dollar goal. Right now they have seventy four hundred. Um, so he's got a pretty good funding right now. But like I said before, the coolest thing about this is that you can donate a small amount of money because obviously not everyone's in a position to uh, to donate something bigger. But uh, if you do choose to donate a certain amount of money, you can get certain perks. So like if you donate 25 or more, you get a free digital copy of the movie when it comes out. Um, 50 or more free digital copy and a signed poster. Um, $100 or more, you're considered a associate producer of the film, uh, which includes a couple of the, of the things I listed earlier. Um, and then it goes all the way up to a night out with John Kilmer for $250. Uh, and then for $400, you can come and hang out on set. And then for $1,000, um, you're an executive producer, which basically includes everything that he listed above. So... Like he's really letting you be a part of this if you have the money to um, to donate even like you know up to fifty bucks you can get a digital copy and a poster and you you can really say that you're a part of things I'm sure that people waste uh, money on um, on stupider shit you know that's um, true I know that uh, I know that I believe that he's gonna do something really special with this and. Um, and to the point where I am doing some things with my branding that involves the movie, but can't really get into it on the podcast just yet. Um, but it's just going to be really cool to uh, to see what he does with this. But um, like you said before, the movie, we kind of could lay it out to where he's been through a lot of the situations that he's portraying in the plot that he's given us. Um, but what do you think, uh, what, what do you expect from a John Kilmer movie in general? Well, first things first, that's, that's pure entertainment and pure comedy. You know, that he, just from watching the little snippet video that he posted on there, I, you know, I had an instant reaction. Like he, his, his, the, the, uh, an instant, you know, I was I was laughing because he he just the way he carries himself and and the comedy he brings to certain things is just so unique and genuine that it's 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 hilarious you know so um, he's definitely gonna this movie's definitely gonna be hilarious uh, not no doubt about it because everything he he touches is is um, honestly a masterpiece and it makes you like just die laughing so. Um, definitely definitely that and then of course the fact that um he's got to bring characters like you know the guys that he's been working with like he said you know mike who's a well-known musician and probably blue and and versace and and all his crew along the ride and and the fact that he's getting us fans like the the people who you know where he grew up he's getting the you know the fans involved too i think that's I think that's all part of what makes this whole film unique. So please, people, please help this man out because uh, he's a great filmmaker, a great talent. And this film is going to be one of the funniest things. If you like comedies, you like uh, entertainment, whatever, 
this is going to be a great movie and you will enjoy it and you will laugh your ass off. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, for sure, man. If, uh, if anybody brings that super raw and authentic, um, pure comedy, it'll be him. Um, so it'd be very interesting to do what he does on a very structured platform with the movie. Um, and this is why I know we always bring it back to this, but this is why, like, I want them to do a podcast because for guys like us who are avid podcast listeners or people who just like to listen to podcasts in general, it's like people usually like, you know, we listen to what uh, mostly comedy. You like, you like to listen to like, uh, some like people who tell jokes, tell, tell funny stories, whatnot. And that's what podcasting is all about. And I think they would bring, especially John would be bring such um, a, a, I don't know. He would bring such a good radio. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and to be able to listen to that, like once a week, I think that would be an awesome thing just to listen to them, shoot the shit about whatever, you know, telling jokes, telling stories between each other. I think they've got already got a great uh, camaraderie. So it would be, yeah, sure. it'd be awesome. His catalog is, is filled with different things that he could talk about where he could, do exactly what we're talking about i'm just sure he's a busy dude and and it's just, it's just got to work out with the schedule but hey listen i'm happy that he's getting this fucking big movie off the ground yeah. i'm happy that it's no longer just an idea or a dream for him but it's right. in operational mode um and then they'll be shooting uh in may so um it's crazy yeah so it'll be very interesting um to see how that goes forward so uh next on the list we had rapture uh, on Netflix, uh, you put this down um, for something we want to talk about today. So uh, break it down for me. What 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 are they doing over there? Yeah. So uh, another great kind of thing that uh, film, I guess, series that it's going to be very in- interesting, especially to guys like us who enjoy um, hearing, you know, the music, the hip hop, and music culture, um, and and what you know artists you know, have, you know, how they tell their story and get their, their message out there. So they document, I've, I've only seen a preview of it, but they're going to document um, a couple of well-known uh, hip hop artists, GZ, Logic, 2 Chains, um, I believe Nas. Um, so kind of a, like a variety of, of uh, artists, but it's going to be like a series and they're going to, I think each episode is going to be dedicated to, to one artist, but um it's, I think it would be really interesting to see how, like I watched the little Jeezy preview, I retweeted it and um, it was really cool. Like he goes into depth about how his like story, like, and, and t- like how he used to just live in his grand, like grandmother's house with him and his mom. And, and now he's, you know, making hits left and right. And he's been doing this thing for like 15 years and he's how he's it's shown like how he, he was worked his way up to get to the point where he is now. And it's, it's kind of cool um, for people who don't know about Jeezy, but also who pe- people who know about him, I think it will, it will um, suit both sides. So definitely an interesting um, documentary series for sure for music fans out and hip hop fans like us out there to check out. Yeah, man, that sounds very interesting. Um, I, I feel like Netflix is such an interesting platform because it's so close to YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And YouTube knocks 
YouTube knocks it out of the park with what they do and just letting everyone have the flexibility of, uh, of posting whatever they want. But Netflix, on the other hand, has the ability to post what they want. Mm. And now they've built this platform to where no one goes to bed at night without putting on Netflix or at least saying sure. that even if they're not putting on Netflix, like people even right. say, listen, I'm watching Netflix and they're, and they're just putting on TV, you know, but it's just right. turned into slang. No, it's, it's, it's unreal. And it's like, I mean, they're high, they're getting these like well-known actors and actresses to, to star in these films. And it's like, like they're making, right. Like, they're no right. longer taking shows from other people. They're just making them themselves. Right. So it'll be very interesting to see going forward what they do with things like this, where it's a documentary series. Cause now I've even seen to where they, they have new series posting weekly. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're not even releasing. Like everyone knows typically Netflix posts like a whole season of a new show, mm-hmm. but they're literally just releasing an episode weekly. Like you would on TV. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see if they start to do things um, like YouTube or, or do things that you see on YouTube Whereas, like, this is where I really see that coming into play. One of the biggest things on YouTube right now is hip-hop talk shows. Mm-hmm. The Breakfast Club, um, uh, Everyday Struggle. Uh, I know even some of the bigger uh, hip-hop podcasts, like uh, No Jumper and Joe Budden's podcast, they're considered um, hip-hop, um, like, channels. Yeah. So, uh, even though they are a podcast. But... Um, but they're they're knocking it out of the park right now, and everyone's talking about what's going on in those shows. So mm-hmm. Netflix, it, it doesn't surprise me that they're going to do something along the lines of music. I'm just waiting for them to do something with like with bigger influencers, right? Mm-hmm. So like big talk, like like I don't understand why like TED Talk isn't on there. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they haven't given Gary V a stand up, not stand up special, but like a uh, a special you know what i mean just yeah. where he does a talk you know For or sure. like or or just other people along those lines um that have a voice or have or doing something really cool out there and give them their own platform even if it's a weekly post on a channel you know yeah netflix is doing awesome stuff and it'll be- i think i think you very much you know you might see that down the road for sure um at some point like they're so they're one of the biggest companies out there right now, and everyone wants you know something to do with Netflix, uh, no matter what. So it's definitely an interesting time for them. And as it, where people like myself were, who are now you know kind of moving out on with their lives and you know moving into an apartment and or whatnot and can't afford a huge ass cable bill, I think Netflix is the perfect. Um, service to be able to still watch your content i mean obviously you can't watch like sports games and stuff on there but not yet but that's another thing i'm right like eventually just fucking start doing your own sports shit right exactly and it's i like honestly if there's like a i mean who wants to watch baseball in july you know and i'd rather watch a netflix movie or netflix show you know way better than than tuning into a july baseball game i'm sorry yeah You know, but I, be I know I'm not alone for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. And it'll be very interesting to see. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what they do with the Rapture series and what Netflix is going forward. This this Friday, tune in. This Friday. So uh, 
yeah, let's get into some sports talk. There's tons of stuff that we could talk about here. Oh, um, yeah. So other than baseball, because no one gives a fuck about baseball. <laughs> Just kidding. Although it does, yeah, it does start <laughs> Thursday. We haven't we haven't spent much time on it. Um, it's true. It's true. I, I can't believe that though. It's like it's so long, dude. It's such a long season. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, really long. it's it like people get more hyped. I feel like for the football season because it's like obviously it's football, but it's only 16 weeks. So it's like, you have to in once a week. So you like have to tune in whereas baseball it's every night. So it's for like six, six, seven months. It's like, I, I don't care about a game. In, like I just said, I don't care about a, ga- a single game in July. Like, what is that? What is that going to do for me? Yeah. You know? What, uh, so what, so you just, uh, no, I agree with you, but I think we're just talking about that. We're thinking that the MLB is just oversaturated with their, oh, it's terrible. And maybe, for health reasons and other reasons. Um, and I know there's those, those baseball diehard fans out there who watch every single game, but just for me, I just, I can't sit down and, and, and watch a, a nine inning game or whatever, how long, ever long it takes. It just, the sport just doesn't do it for me, I guess. Like it's, it doesn't entertain me at all. Yeah. But, uh, but nonetheless, it starts on Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be very interesting to see how all the teams kick off their season. You're a Mets fan, right? I think we. I'm a Mets fan. We'll yeah. we'll get into uh we'll get into it more. We'll make sure we get into it more next week. On yeah, our, no worries. Uh, being that'll be after opening day, and we'll see how everyone kicks off their year. Yep. Uh, so, Johnny Football, he had his pro day. Mm-hmm. What's your take? Well, he had two pro days. Uh, he had one at San Diego last week and then one today uh, back home at Texas A&M in front of like all 32 teams. So he's definitely, and there's been obviously so much talk around him in, in the whole comeback season, which I think is awesome. But um, you know, he, you can only, my take on it is you can only do, so much in a, in a drill and a throwing drill or whatever they have them do in San Diego. He had like over 30 attempts and missed two attempts, but like, what are you going to tell from that? Right. Exactly. I mean, they have these guys, these, and the, the whole NFL draft thing, I think is the biggest joke in the world. Like the pre NFL draft stuff. It's like, they do all this training. They do all this all a glorified meet and greet. Oh, really? It really is. And it's like, you don't know until they get on the field for the first time and, and, or not even the first time. Sometimes it could take a year or two to, you know, adjust into the league. And to um, be clear, I don't think that we're saying that what they're doing is not necessary. No. I no. think that the hype for it is too much. It's way too overdrawn. What they're yeah. doing is necessary because they have to vet these guys. They have to meet them. They have to see them run. They have to see them catch. I right. understand that. But – all the media and the and the fucking oh my god Johnny football <laughs> yeah I get that that he's a dope dude and what he's doing is pretty special and, mm. and comeback is awesome but uh but the mere fact that it's such a big thing that the guy threw a bunch of footballs interviewing for the job he wants like I get that uh I get that um that um it's important but there's bigger things going on in the league right now. For sure, for sure, and um, I mean, there's a good, you know, there's a good shot. He, you know, he there is an NFL team that maybe says, "Why not?" You know, let's bring him into training camp and see what he's got. 
that's a perfect segue to my take because I think that um, I think one of the possible teams, obviously they were there today, um, is the Saints that uh, that are looking at him. And mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't mind having him come in and compete for the backup job with uh, um, John Blank, who they just signed. Was it Hoyer? Not Hoyer. Oh, uh, Savage. Yeah, Tom Savage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so watching, uh, so watching, um, so watching Johnny Manziel come in and compete for the job with Tom Savage. Or... I think that'd be a good competition because I don't think I think Savage. I think I said this on the podcast last week. I think he's trash. Yeah. So, so that could be possibly a job he could win, and he's in a perfect position to learn from. Uh, let's just say someone who knows a thing or two about throwing a football. For sure. I wouldn't have, mind having him come on to the Patriots. I don't know if Bill would be a component of bringing him on board, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure I know that this. if you look this up, but uh, Sean Payton has a pretty good relationship with Manziel. He's brought him in before um, a couple of years ago or a year ago uh, for a little you know comeback interview. Um, so they got a good connection there. So there could be some interest for sure in, in, in New Orleans. Yeah, and but more importantly, the bigger interest in New Orleans. I get that we're talking about um, someone that is competing for a backup job, possibly. Um, but let's talk about somebody that could possibly make the biggest difference on this football team that any player probably could make. Um, this offseason, we were trying to get an extra pass catcher um, amongst the other things that um, – that we have already added to the team on defense. A, we have uh, we have Mike Thomas, who's very good. Mm-hmm. We have Ted Ginn, who's getting older. We don't necessarily know what we're getting out of him. And our tight ends are good, but they're not great. Mm-hmm. So when we went out and got um, – when we went out and heard that Jimmy Graham was available and tried to get him and missed him to the, uh, to the Packers, that was a huge loss for us, I think. I think mm-hmm. the Saints really set on the fact that they were going to get him. So they didn't really have to worry about anything on the offensive side. So they went out and signed all these things on defense, and then all of a sudden we didn't get him. Mm-hmm. Brings me to right now, mm-hmm. the Giants. They're talking about moving Odell. Mm-hmm. Odell is from down south. <laughs> right, in New- He went to school at LSU. Went to school at LSU. He's very familiar with that Cajun atmosphere. Mm. I'm not going to say anything because it'd be too hot of a take. But if the Saints can get rid of their 11th pick, I think it is now that they Mm -hmm. have, Mm -hmm. and give it to the Giants, I would be more than happy (laughs) to welcome him to our team. Now, that also being said, let me dig a little bit further. And here's my hot take. Do me a favor. And based off of what we were just talking about, mm-hmm. tell me who Johnny Manziel has been working out with this offseason. Mm, some speculation. Uh, man, it, OBJ? OBJ? OBJ. I like it. We've been working a lot together. I, so my hot take for this podcast would be, that guy that made that awesome catch a few years ago, mm-hmm. he's going to be black and gold. And I already 
told my family that we need to look into timeshares <laughs> around the Atlanta area for next February because I'm I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to press fast forward. If I didn't have everything going on with this brand that I'm very excited about, mm-hmm. I'm ready to press fast forward to get to Paul. Man, oh yeah, for sure. Manzel to, to Beckham, that could be quite interesting combination. Yeah. Obviously, Breeze is there, right. but the Manzel-OBJ connection, I could see it. Well, I have some kind of breaking news, and I don't want to burst your bubble, but it it looks like the Giants owner just came out and said, we're not looking to get rid of him, okay? I'd like him to be a giant. <laughs> well, I quote from quote right here on Bleacher Report. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. You never know. You never know. It's okay. It'll be interesting to see. No, no. I mean, Crazy. he obviously, he's he's not happy with his contract situation. I've seen so. easier things happen. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Um, I watched Brett Favre come out of retirement to play football again for the Jets. I've mm-hmm. seen crazier things happen. I, I just think it's funny. Like yesterday, all the uh, Boston sports channels were talking about possibly bringing OBJ into to the Patriots. It's like a minute the guy, like a guy, is like unhappy with a contract. It's like immediately like trade speculation. Every t- every all thirty two teams are like, oh, we can go get him. And then the Browns, like Landry, was trying to recruit him, like. All right, uh, we'll see. But you know, it's it's just interesting to see how that happens. But all speculation. Yeah, it's all speculation. It's fun to speculate, though. It's fun, like for, for fans, at least. That's that's what we do on podcasts, man. You gotta you gotta uh, you gotta talk about it because it's out there. They put- Hell yeah, man. Um, hey, if I had if I was a GM and I could build my own team right now, I'd have Manziel as my starting quarterback, and I'd have OBJ my wide receiver. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, any interest in the spring league? I mean, obviously, can we even stream it or can we watch it? I mean, I would like to see it. Yeah, I'd like to see Manziel. Obviously, just for Manziel, I I might know a couple other guys there, but probably not a lot of them. No, probably not. Um, but uh. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to uh, to see if that's going to be something that they'll focus on now, being that they have uh, at least Johnny playing football there. If they're going to be able to get it out to the public or at least his games, you know. Yeah, and um, I heard I heard I read a report today too on Twitter that his if you know if the whole NFL thing does fall happen to fall through, like no no team signs him or gives him a shot, that the CFL is is probably his backup option. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that seems like a safe route. And also, I did see that he put on his um, on his website that they have replica jerseys and uh, and and dry fit T-shirts and hats mm. uh, for the new team that he's playing for in the spring. So it looks like his team colors are black and orange. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll be uh, those look pretty cool. Um, so everyone could go check those out. Um, and, the, and the for the homies continue to roll in that dough. Right. So what's the <laughs> transition? Because we saw uh, Mike this weekend rocking the new um, Johnny Manziel Air Force Ones. Uh, he was teasing those on social media. So uh, let's get into it a little bit. Um, what have you seen in the past week from Mike that's perked your interest? Well, um, are we do you, uh, so obviously he's been tweeting. Hasn't been tweeting lately, but he came out Sunday night, I think it was, and tweeted basically 
that you know the vibes are coming the vibes are coming by me that's been the, the story for about two months now or actually two years but um that he said like something along the lines of i can't release any details yet but it but if you're like obviously if you're a true steve stick with it be patient and this will be you'll be so so happy now i'm a little unsure i mean obviously there's logistics and stuff like that i'm sure they have to go through before an album release and whatnot but and i understand they're doing he said that they're doing this on their own and and i get that too but as much as I'm trying to trust the process and be a, be a true Steve is very hard for me emotionally not to get a little annoyed and frustrated after two years, you we've still, we still can't even get a release date or anything. Like he hasn't put out any, like any content in about a month and he continues to well, continue. Here's, a, here's like what I, the way I look at it is that he should have just stuck to like the fact that he was putting out music, in my opinion. And he should have never said anything about an album until mm. he knew like he was gonna release a date. You yeah, know? because now he's got all these got these fans like chirping him and probably annoying the shit out of him oh, on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. I can only imagine what his fucking news feed looks like. Ugh. So so like I'm just thinking in my own shoes, I might have weighed the teased the album or not tease the album a little mm. bit differently, but I don't know how, again, we don't know how ready. Right. He could be super ready. Um, you would think he would have to be ready by like, I mean, he finished it up in Hawaii. I, he went away for, and did the show in, in, in New Jersey and stay with his family for a little bit. And now he's back in LA and it looks like he was still working on some stuff last week and like finished kind of still finishing it up or whatnot. Mm. But like, man oh man like i'm i'm waiting for like and is there gonna be something else like what like he keeps saying there's big big things coming is it just gonna be the album or is it there's is there gonna be something along obviously the tour but like you think that's what kind of he's trying to finalize is like the tour dates and everything getting that all set yeah i mean but here's the thing like what like uh, yeah i mean but is that stopping you from releasing a date you know it's no exactly I think it's the fact that what, what, like, let's just talk about what we think would stop you from releasing a date. It could be that the songs aren't done, mm. which we don't think is the case. We think that no. the song's done. And it we has don't, to be. There might be some other, like mastering to be done, but I'm talking right. about for the most part, they're done. The rollout and the promo, I think he's done with all that. The videos, I think if it's not done, it's already concept. They already thought about it. You know what I mean? I think that. I think literally it's just like when he thinks since since he's doing this alone, hmm. I think that when he gives it to a certain provider that hmm. he doesn't know. Okay. Hmm. So my opinion is, is like that what do you mean by provider? Like a Spotify or Apple Spotify Music? Or an Apple Music or a title that when he gives them the body of work, right? That, he, that Mike Studd literally is not in the position of power to know when his album's going to release until it's within a certain frame. So now say that say that it's not done. Say he hasn't even submitted it to that section yet, right? Mm-hmm. So say he's about to, and now he's finally going to. 
So he can't even release a date. Like, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't. I'm sh- like, I don't know. It's a little bullshit, though. Like, that's, I mean, it's his work. He should be able to set the, the date. Like, oh, they're just putting it up on their platform. Hear, we always hear, he said it himself that he's had issues with Spotify release and stuff. Oh, he, yeah, I know. Uh, Spotify is a piece of crap. But uh, the whole segment to them. Yeah, I know for sure. And I get that. The other thing I was thinking was, you know, he is a part of a record label, like the Electric Field Management. Do you think that they could possibly be postponing because they've got Vori, who's signed with them, and he his EP's coming out. They've got Posts, whose albums looks like it's pretty much almost done coming out. Do you think they're trying to, like, and obviously Mike, so, like, how do you think they're trying to, like, schedule it out? So, like. Yeah, but I think we're going to. Oh, that's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we don't want to like. Or do you think those come out? Well, we know Vori's dropping Friday. But okay, so I was really talking about the other two. That's the really. That's the two. Right. right. I mean, is who I, drops first? Now, now that's really the the hot topic. Is who's dropping first? Is it Post or is it going to be Mike? I gotta say Mike's because Post is probably the biggest artist on that on their label. Yeah. You know, I would think. I, we had I saw today on a great Twitter uh, site. It's a Post Malone fan site, and they like they get every you know they follow every single thing. And then uh, it showed I think um, his manager Instagrammed like we just picked the final four tracks, and we're just picking like the the the, the final list now. Or he just finished four songs last night, and we're picking like the order now. So it, it, I mean that's all has to be almost finished by now. You know, he's already released the two singles. Yeah. Um, you know, who knows if Mike's released any singles? Like, yeah, it, sure. we don't even know. No, I'm sure he has. If he's, dude, if he's put out 30, if he's putting 30 songs in the album, you're telling me that we haven't heard one of them yet? I, uh, may, I maybe go hard. Maybe <laughs> go hard. And Common. Common, to, yeah, I could see that. But is he going to have, like, because I know he's got Vori on a couple different records too that he's that he's previewed. Like, is he gonna have like three different Vori tracks on there? Yeah, we've like, three or- about that before. We, yeah, I think I think we could see Vori pop up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, I have no problem with them. Just it's 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 kind of it's different, and we, which is cool, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's frustrating, man. Like every day, I'm like, once again, didn't hear any, haven't heard anything. Like I can't, I have nothing to look forward to. I have nothing. Like, I am waiting for this. This thing. This is like the first step. To I, would like, say, I would say mind games. I would think so. I would say going back to. I don't think mind games will be on there. Yeah, I think mind games. It's streaming, bro. Mind games go hard and common will all be on there. Yeah, but mind games is more of like a, a cover, wasn't it? In this fault, Cruella, uh, I say Cruella, um, uh, maybe this fault remix, um, because he's gonna, he's because they they always put that those those on there for the streaming reasons. No, I get that, yeah. Um, so then what else? Um, so obviously, the album, we're thinking about the tour. Obviously, he's got a movie to shoot in May, all right. So it has to, like, dude, like. I'm thinking by the end of April. If it's not out by the end of April, we have no information. But I will be shocked. Oops. Like I, I will be dumbfounded if that if that's not happening by by the end of April. Yeah, I think that. If, yeah, because 
Like, I mean, you got to think he's he's on tour this summer. You have to, right? right? I mean, Kilmer kind of already hinted at it. it like, he was like, we're going to be on tour in August and yep. or throughout the summer in August, and then we're going to take a break or whatever, and then we're going back in the fall. Yep. So, I mean, you got the movie premiere, or they're, they're filming in May. You got the tour in the summer, and you got um, another tour in the fall with yeah, a break. Movie premiere scattered in there. When's the oh. when's the album? The album has to be now. It has to be right in this time period, right now. Uh, what did I say though? I said April. I said, no, you did. You did. That we're not going to hear a damn thing until about April. We're getting closer and closer to it. Um, and I mean, he's been he's been hinting at it and tweeting song lyrics, and and that's what he does before he hypes it up. And he's been quiet lately, so. We know when he's quiet, something's something's up. So he's working. But, so, uh, so you want to get into some music that we've been listening to? Yeah, for sure. Um, I can go first. So, uh, my friend said, Steve, you need to go listen to Little Skies. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've listened to some of his music. So I, I actually just did before the podcast. I saw it on your on Spotify your Spotify stream. So I was like, oh shit, I'll give this guy a listen. Yeah, and I've been listening to his stuff nonstop, and it's really stuff. It's really good stuff. And yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the rappers that are coming out nowadays are saying in interviews when they're when they're asked who they listen to, is this guy Skies? Hmm. So, so like, I like you know the, the people's champ, like someone who their peers recognize as someone who's there listening to their music. Mm-hmm. So this, when I heard from my friend and then I heard that fact that all these artists have been literally gone on the record to say, listen, right now, listen to fucking Little Skies. I've been listening to most of his stuff. So the song Nowadays, the song Red Roses, the song Welcome to the Rodeo, mm-hmm. and the song Lust are at the mm-hmm. top of his Spotify that I obviously like. The whole album, Life of a dark rose is great mm-hmm. um so yeah i've been digging into i've been digging into all of that recently um nowadays it's fire i also like uh cloudy skies that's a good yeah, one too yeah, great. that's a great one too and uh and lettuce sandwich is another one that um that i like um trippy red dropped a song uh with diplo called wish that i think is really good i know People have their opinions on Trippy, and and I know that we had Kyrie on the podcast, who's a big fan of uh, of his, and he's the guy who put me on to uh, this song "Wish." Mm. But it's a good one, you know. Melody's mm. there, everything that you're looking for in a Wish song is there, uh, in a uh, in a Trippy song is there, um, and yeah, that pretty much rounds it out for what I've been listening to this week. Um, I've been eating up all that. Yeah. It's been kind of a slow music week uh, lately, but um, I got, I've been, I bumped a a couple of tracks over the weekend um, off of Rich Homie Kwan's new album um, and 34, which is kind of like, the whole album is kind of a weird, you know, it's not really what you would think of Rich Homie Kwan in. He's, He's doing a lot of singing mostly, but 34 was, was a banger and achieving was a little, had a little, uh, beachy vibe to it which i liked uh, a little tropical vibe to it which i i really really liked um so those two songs off of that album 
I also been bumping a lot of old school like Kid Ink and Wiz Khalifa, like Rolling Papers one, um, just a couple, you know, Almost Home EP from Kid Ink, My Own Lane, Full Speed. Um, what else? Uh, I've also been on like a future vibe lately. Like I've just listened, gone back and listened to a lot of like his, like his personal stuff off of you know uh, what was it Hendrix or and 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 the Future album. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a time to be alive! Just a lot of um, a lot of stuff by Future. Um, I've been on, and then his new song with DJ Esco, who's dropping a new project this Friday. Um, it's called Colorblind. That's uh, I've been listening to that a lot. Um, Kirk O'Bain's just dropped a song with Chris Brown, Chris Breezy, who has been hot in the streets lately. Um, it's called date night. And I really like that. Um, kind of a party party vibe to it. Um, what else? I've been on, uh, also I love black bear. So I, I cyber sex was one of my favorite albums. Um, and I love the song. I love all pretty much all of them. Um, but anxiety really, really um, strikes me. And I tweeted out a lyric from it last night, but that song just, just makes me feel so like, <laughs> it sounds weird, but makes me feel some type of way. Like for sure. Like, I don't know. It just really hits home to me. Um, yeah. Makes some great music. And yeah. Fun. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I said he makes great music and he's friends with Mike. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's, that's the cool part. I wish they would do a song together. That'd be even better. Uh, uh, and then other than that I've been kind of like just like a lot of old schools I listen to the little sky some of the little sky stuff like I said and um, just a lot of old school like love me featuring by Lil Wayne featuring Drake and future (laughs) that was a jam Um, just by bumping like more life by Drake Um, some of MGK's old stuff lace up off of lace up and general admission Uh, I listened to Ocho Cinco which, uh-huh. which is a jam. Oh, it's such a jam back in the day. I used to always bump that. So um, I, I re-listened to that today. So just a lot of old school stuff mixed in with some some newer stuff. But yeah, it's good. It's been my vibe. I'm too cool for a girlfriend Nowadays, I don't know when the world spins Live your life like we die when the world ends It's alright every time we fucking break a sin Nowadays, shit's not the same Life switch lanes, now these hoes act strange And I lost my grip on the world and bliss It's Hey, it's so lonely on the east side I don't give a fuck, I keep it real, I'm not gonna let it slide Now she see me up, she let me fuck, want me to come inside Roski going dumb, hopped in the car, he said he down the ride You a little pup, stop playing tough, ain't make no sacrifice Yeah, smoking cookie for my appetite I don't trust nobody, people talking and be telling lies We just wanna win and shock them all and catch them by surprise I was tossed it down until we up and then we all rise Yeah, but niggas don't stick to the G-code Ballin' on my haters, I think that I'm stuck in beast mode Make it through the foul, run to the line and make the free throw I think that I'm D-Rose, do them like I'm Debo 
Hey, but I like to fade away. I got these diamonds on me, and these bitches all in my face. And you wanna be a star, and you wanna win the race. But you cannot rock with me, cause I was gone on a chase. Nowadays, I'm too cool for a girlfriend. Nowadays, I don't know when the world spins. Live your life like we die when the world ends. It's alright every time we fucking break a sin. Nowadays, shit's not the same. Life switched lanes, now these hoes act strange And I lost my grip on the world and bliss It's all, it's all I think it's so damn strange what these people be saying I could never even listen to a word that they say I'm on the west side, that's the best side By the cliffs, smoking blicks, that's the best high And I got a shawty with the best eyes Talking shit, girl, why you putting up a fight? I'm in my own world, far from the satellites They want my information, they get no conversation Cause nowadays everybody calling I need a manager cause I can't really fuck with nobody I can't really fuck with nobody Ayy, but I like to fade away I got these diamonds on me And these bitches all in my face And you wanna be a star And you wanna win the race But you cannot rock with me Cause I was gone on a chase Nowadays, I'm too cool for a girlfriend Nowadays, I don't know when the world spins Live your life like we die when the world ends It's alright every time we fucking break a sin